Hey everyone, welcome to the Following Jesus podcast. I am Jake McGrew, and I co-host this podcast along with my incredible and talented wife, Jen. Hey y'all. This is a show where we sit down together and talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in your everyday life. We're so excited about this show, and we're so excited for today's episode, so let's go ahead and jump right in. How to do, everybody? Welcome to episode Cinco. I feel like I'm so boring because I just want to say hi. <laughs> I mean, hi is pretty basic. It's not that I just want to say it. It's what I would say. Hello. I feel greetings. like there's more. Yeah, there's more inside of you. Dig deep for a good hello. What do you got? Give it. Hey, y'all. No. That's what you say in the podcast. <laughs> I know. That's what I say all the time. I feel like there's more. I feel like you can bring more to the table. I think it depends what kind of mood I'm in. I'm oh. in a good mood. But it's mm. been a very busy morning it already. It has been busy. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Hello. What I'm, else can we put I'm into Jen before McGrew. noon? I have busy oh, mornings. Stop. It's just been full. Writing music on the mountaintops. Oh, stop. <laughs> just stop, Jake. Okay, I'm stopping. Stop. Well, hello. Welcome, everybody. This is episode five. I am Jake McGrew. Along with my beautiful, wonderful wife. Winful? Yep. Winful and wonderful. <laughs> winful is a new word that I'm bringing, guys. I'm just going to... There's a lot of new words. Yes. Like me calling the Lord Gord this week. <laughs> Gord and Lord equals Gord. Yeah. Sometimes you're God praying, and Lord, I yeah, mean. Yeah, you just, you just cry out to Gord. <laughs> he knows your heart. The Bible says he knows our hearts. He looks at our hearts. So it's okay. He does. But hey, guys, how are you doing? I hope you're having a good day so far. Yeah, it's end of the week for us, mm-hmm. recording our episode. This will come on in a couple of days. Pretty excited about it. Number five. Is alive. Do what? I do this every week? <laughs> <laughs> Always with the rhyming. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. You're a poet. Short circuit. And oh my you, gosh. Yeah. I just went back to like 1985. Yeah, your dad loved quoting short circuit. He did. Yeah. Anyway. Steve Gutenberg. We have 28 minutes left. That's a classic. We have lots to talk about. We should talk more about Jesus and less about movie quotes. Yes. Uh, Okay, so here we are, episode five. We have talked about following Jesus, Mm -hmm. what that looks like. We've talked about reading the Bible. We've talked about praying. Mm -hmm. We talked about church last week Mm -hmm. and why it matters. Yeah, it matters. It matters a lot. We've had a great time. Okay, so today we're talking about the Lord's Prayer. So um, a couple weeks ago, we talked about praying. And so I thought a good follow-up conversation would be the Lord's Prayer. I remember going to school in elementary, and we still used to do the Lord's Prayer at school. Did you sing it or say it? Sing it? No, we only... Yeah, we we sang it, and we we said it. We sang the national anthem. Yeah, you want to hear the beginning? It went, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. (laughs) This sounds like a musical. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah, it was Was crazy. Was this a Christian school? Give us a say, uh, yeah. (laughs) And all the Jehovah's okay. Witnesses would stand in the hallway while we sang it. At, okay, but this was at a Christian Elementary, school. Elementary, public school. Oh, public school. That's yeah. how old I am. Well, we never, I never went to a school where we sang maybe. it. We, we said it every day Maybe in I class. went to an art school and didn't realize yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. I loved it. Because that was very creative. I just thought it was normal. No. <laughs> 
no, I don't. I don't. I never heard of anybody. And we and we said the national anthem every day. Yes. Yep. We did as well in English and in French. Mm-hmm. So we grew up in school doing the Lord's Prayer. And as you grow up in elementary school doing this, it becomes it becomes kind of this rote memorization thing where you just do, you just say it. Mm-hmm. And if you're not careful, you will lose the power and the authority and the understanding behind what is in the Lord's Prayer. It's a sacred prayer. Yeah. So we wanted to take a few moments today because we were talking about prayer a couple of weeks ago and we wanted to dive into this because it's a great place to start in your own prayer life. Totally. And so if you look at the Lord's Prayer, I'm going to read it in just a second in, from Matthew chapter six, but in Luke chapter 11 is the account as well where the disciples come to Jesus and they are, Jesus has been off praying and, and the disciples come to him and they say, hey, Jesus, will you teach us to pray? Which was a very common thing um, for rabbis and teachers to do in the day. They would teach their disciples mm-hmm. um, how to pray. And so Jesus said, okay, I'm going to teach you how to pray. And, and what was traditional was they would pray uh, um, a prayer from the Old Testament, from from like something that um, was passed down from like Moses, right. or, you know, all those kinds of things. But that's what they were praying or a psalm. Mm-hmm. But Jesus comes along with a whole brand new yeah. prayer. It's not something that, that has been written and, and quoted by other rabbis and disciples mm-hmm. for thousands of years. This is something brand new. And Jesus brings this prayer. And what's great about it is that this prayer applies to us in our lives today. So I want to read it to you and then we'll break it down section by section. Sure. And um, just go from there. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13 is where we get the Lord's Prayer from. And Jesus said, pray like this. um, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we've forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. So that is the Lord's Prayer. And that is when Jesus said, I'm going to teach you how to pray. He's like, this is how we're going to pray. So let's take just a moment and begin to break it down section by section. You what got translation was that? New Living. Oh. What What do you... I'm just so not a New Living person. I know. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, what would you like to read? Marlene towards the King James, New King, King James? James ESV. When have you ever But read? I always feel so robbed at the end with these new translations because they don't have like, for yours is the kingdom, the, the power, power and the, the glory. glory forever and ever. Okay. So let's read Amen. it in here. Here is the new King James, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and Mm -hmm. forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is Mm -hmm. the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I feel so much better. <laughs> I do hey, feel better. you know what? I just, I'm um, like that 80-year-old person who's sitting in church. Well, hallelujah, brother. Praise Jesus. Why are these kids singing all these modern songs? <laughs> With the hipping and the hopping. <laughs> just bring back the hymns. I love him. Okay, so you got any... Okay, we just read the New King James. You got any thoughts? No, we, you lay the groundwork and we're going to go for it. Uh, I don't really know what that means, but we're going to go for it. I'm going to lay some kind of groundwork here. Mm. Um, okay, so verse 9, um, um, here's where the prayer starts. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy, right? So this is the starting place. And, and what you see here is many times, many people, when they come and pray, they pray to the Lord, and it's literally just all of their problems, all of their needs, all of their desires, all of their wants, everything they want the Father to do. They come and they just show up at His door 
uh, open the door to have a conversation and just, here's all of my stuff. But Jesus begins to teach and he says, you know what, we're going to start from the place where you need to start at. And that's giving Mm -hmm. God his proper due, realizing who God is, right? And so um, he says, first of all, he's our father in heaven, Mm -hmm. right? And then may your name be kept holy, right? Set apart, sacred. And so it's this moment where you come to him and you're remembering, you're you're reminding yourself Mm -hmm. of who God is to to you. Totally. And I love that, you know, this first section of this prayer, if you guys notice, if you just zoom out a little bit, it focuses fully on him first and him alone, right? right? And we see that over and over in the Bible Mm -hmm. is, you know, or even the scripture, like seek first, which actually is just a little bit later in this passage, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So the Lord before us, and then we focus on our needs later that in fact, we're going to get into that in a minute, but our needs flow out of, you know, uh, trusting in the Lord. And we're going to get into that in a little bit, bit. but I just, you could like even just park on our father, Mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, him being not just my father, but your father too. Right. And that he is a father that is available for every person on this planet. You know, it's not something that, um, that, um, how am I trying to say this? Is that something that I can only have? It's something that we can all have, that he's right. a father that shares his love lavishly with everyone. So yeah. our father, and you know, that he is our father. He's someone that we can trust in, you know, and, um, and many of us or many of us, um, I'm thankful that I didn't have this experience. I had, I have had, (laughs) I have a wonderful earthly father and I'm very grateful for my dad. I know, but many people's experiences are that they didn't have, Mm. they don't have a good earthly father, but that there is a father that will never let them down and won't disappoint them. And that, so it says not just our father, but our father in heaven. I think that's to be noted too, is that he is divine, That's right. you know, so our earthly fathers might've disappointed us. Um, but he is divine and he will never That's right. disappoint to disappoint us. So right in the beginning of this prayer, it's this, our father who, who lavishes his love on all of us, on all of his kids, you know, in heaven, that he is not from here. He's not, yeah. you know, we've talked about this on this podcast already. He's not a better, he's not a better version of the best dad on this planet. He is God and That's we right. can fully trust him. And I just, I'm like, I'm like, I can get on board with the prayer like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's exactly. And, and we, we often, you know, it's good to remind ourselves that, that he is not us. You know, he you, is not us. You, you were talking about that, touching on that, and he's not our father. He is beyond our father. He is beyond what we are and what we truly will ever be on this side of eternity. And so it helps to remind ourselves that he is <clears throat> beyond all of this. He is our father in heaven. The next section, verse 10, is... Um, God's kingdom come and his will being done. Um, you know, we, I, I pray this all the time. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So there is God's will is being done in heaven. And we're praying, <clears throat> excuse me, for God's will to be done on earth. And so when I'm praying this, what's great about this prayer is it's a template that you can use. And it's not just, you don't just recite these words. You can stop between each section and begin to pray these, these individual sections over your own life. So often, many, many times... I will pray, um, God, may your kingdom come and your will be done in my life, in my body, in my mind, in my thoughts, in my marriage, in my relationships, in my kids' life, in my finances. And in whatever area that I am dealing with at that moment, I stop and I pray 
often that his kingdom comes and that his will is done in me, in those areas, in in that part of my life or in those people's parts of life that I'm believing God for, right? This is a template that you can apply to your everyday situation. And it's it's praying his perfect will to come to pass on earth as it is in heaven. Right. And I think often we can hear the word kingdom, but what is the kingdom? Like, is this the J-dubs that are showing up? At my door, I can I can remember. Um, this was when we first got married, and the J Dubs. They, you know, God bless them all, and they showed up at my door, and um, I actually answered the door because I was kind of like taught, like never talk to them. I'm like, well, why don't we talk to them? We're not afraid to talk to them. Yeah, you, you know? used to get like, mad at me all the time. Like the Watchtower, <laughs> like the right. the Watchtower, yeah. you know, magazine. They need Jesus, man. Yeah, but <clears throat> we're not waiting. We're not waiting for the kingdom of God. Right. The kingdom of God is here. And, and the, and the, and, you know, so it's just not so ethereal because I think, you know, especially if this next generation are like, what is the kingdom of God? Well, the kingdom of God is past. Mm -hmm. The kingdom of God is present and the kingdom of God is the future, you know? So we can see the kingdom of God is past is like, he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, Isaac and and Jacob. Jacob. And you can see that in the Bible. If you look at Luke 13, 28, Jesus talks about it. And that in Luke 17, 21, Jesus says that the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. So the kingdom of God is here and now, but in this prayer, he's saying your kingdom come. So it shows you that the kingdom also is the future. Mm. And I get excited that, you know, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, separates Christianity from other religions is that we're always talking about the kingdom of God. Yeah. Jesus talked about the kingdom a whole lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot, yeah. a lot. Like, how would you explain the kingdom of God to I someone? Just, if I, someone walked up to you and they said, Jake, what is the kingdom, what is the kingdom of God? I always think uh, of Glenstead. Um, the man who used to be president of our organization. Yeah, he was such and a wonderful he man. He pastored a church in mm-hmm. Prince Albert, Saskatchewan mm-hmm. for many years. I remember he was preaching at our church a long time ago, probably 12, 15 years ago at least now. And he was preaching this message about the kingdom of God. And he described the kingdom of God this way. He said, it's the king and his dominion. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That sums it up so perfectly. And so we're praying for the king and his dominion to rule and to reign in every area of our lives or whatever you're praying and believing God for. When you're praying that section, may your kingdom come and your will be done. May mm-hmm. may you have your way. This is you're the king and this is your dominion. So you have you you do what you want to do, you do what you need to do. This is this is your dominion. You have the rulership, you have the authority here. And that's that's, right. that's how I think of it. And that always comes to my mind, the king and his dominion. Right. So, and we're all his kids. Yeah. Part of that's right. living yeah. in this kingdom. And Hebrews 12 talks about that, that we're part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. shaken. And for me to be part of God's kingdom, I just want to dial this down just a little bit quick. Like this isn't very quick, but I think often we just like blow past these things and we pray them and people mm. are like, what does it actually mean? Yeah. You know, and I think that if we're really going to like dig in and we're going to pray about stuff, you know, that we really need to have an understanding of like, what am I a part of and right. what am I actually praying? But for me to be a king's kid, if I can say it like that, I actually was a <laughs> Do not make fun of me. There was a thing with YOM called King's Kids. King's Kids. I traveled across the Fraser this Valley. Is a big you deal, guys. guys. Actually, when my worship leader started. They used to sing the Lord's started. Prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's when I started Our dating Father worship. who art in um, heaven. No, we sang Shine Jesus, Shine Jake. <laughs> we had actions and I learned sign language. Shine Stop. Jesus. Stop. You know what? You just weren't a king's kid. I wasn't cool enough. Yeah. I got cut. You're just sad. You have FOMO. I absolutely, before it was but To be a kid in God's kingdom for me is that 
I am aware that my entire life is to be submitted to the Lord, yeah. my everything, yeah. my life, my heart, yes. my dreams, my body, if I can be so bold as to say that, yep. my everything, my future, that I can trust my future yeah. in the hands of my Father. So when I'm saying your kingdom come, your will be done, like this kingdom that I get to be a part of, right. that is sacred, that cannot be shaken, you know, that fire can't, like, you know, can't burn, can't consume this kingdom, that nothing in That's this right. earth could shake the kingdom of God. It always was, and yeah. it always will be, you know, your kingdom come, that kingdom that's past and present, and, and that kingdom that is to come, you know, we, we pray that in Jesus' name, you, you know, because we gather with other believers in praying that, and we're praying God's will. That's right. And th- so this first section of the prayer is is really positioning. It's really you saying, it is. you're in charge, I'm not. And, and as I pray this, I'm recognizing the fact that you are God in heaven, greater than me, and I'm praying for your kingdom come, yeah. your will, because you're, you're my Lord, you're my Savior, yeah. you're my Master, and I am your servant. I, I love that you're saying it's positioning, because just as you were saying it's positioning, I'm reminded that it's very personal right. as well. And one of the things that's so vital about prayer and we've talked about prayer already, I know, um, but we're talking about prayer again, but more specifically the Lord's prayer, because he didn't say, if you pray, he said, when you pray, That's right. that it's very personal. So as it positions us and it's personal is that we are also taking responsibility. Yeah. Prayer is taking responsibility right. in our part That's right. of the kingdom of God. That's right. That I'm not having you take responsibility for my part. Yeah. You're not having me take responsibility for your part, but together as we stand shoulder to shoulder and arm in arm with mm-hmm. sons and daughters all around the world, past, present, and future, which That's just right. blows my mind right now as I'm talking about it. We are taking responsibility in our part for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. We're taking our place in heaven and we are declaring heaven to earth saying, God, your kingdom come and your will be done That's right. on earth as it is in heaven in Jesus name. So good. It's so true. Let's preach. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to have a song. I, we, a song right here, right now. Kings yeah. kids, can we call those guys up? Get them to come back. <laughs> Stop. Um, okay, so after that, it moves into you begin to talk to the Lord about your life, your needs, and mm-hmm. so then it moves into give us today the food we need. I or love that. in the New King James, give us this day our daily bread. I personally like the words daily bread. Yeah. Why? You don't uh, like bread. Huh? You don't like bread. I, I do love bread. I just don't seem to handle bread very, very well. Sadly, but anyway, there's other things to eat in this world, Jake. Um, but one of the things I love about daily bread is it just reminds me of the children of Israel. That's right. Obviously, yeah. you know, and... What about the children of Israel? Maybe somebody's listening, they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, just, you know, that they were only supposed to take what they needed. Right, the manna right? you're talking the about. The manna, yeah. yeah. They were only supposed to take what they needed and not more than what they needed mm-hmm. because part of the lesson in the wilderness was to learn to trust, trust in God. the Lord. That's right. And not just to trust in God, but that they could trust in God. That's right. Which brings me, Jake, back to verse nine of our father, <laughs> right? That's, that's right. <laughs> just He's a good father. Me, just keeps coming back yeah. to our father. Yeah. It's a prayer to remind us to put our trust in the Lord. And it seems to me that that is people's... One of their biggest struggles in their life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's trust. Trust, especially when it comes to the Lord 
it's hard to trust in something you can't see, which is faith, right? And so that's the struggle that people always have. And so here we are talking about praying for your daily needs, mm-hmm. and it's a daily need. Often we want our all of our needs met. I, God, would you just meet my needs for the next 40 years? Can you just give me $20 billion so I never have to worry about this again? But God says, no, I want to take you on a journey mm-hmm. where you trust me for your daily needs. And if you if you begin to go down a journey and a rabbit hole of this of this this portion of prayer, it actually refers to an appointed portion. Oh, so good. There's an appointed portion that God has set aside for you for each day. And, and the, the, what you're supposed to do is go to the Lord, like, Lord, today, I, I'm thanking you for that you meeting every one of my needs, that you give us today our daily bread, Father. Mm-hmm. So I thank you that you're going to the storehouse of heaven. And for today, July, whatever today is, the 14th, mm-hmm. that you go and get that appointed portion. Appointed portion gives the idea of this has been set aside for mm-hmm. you for today and that God has that for you. And it's on us to go to get it from him, right? And so... It's so good. It, and it reminds you, as we were looking in Barclay's commentary on the mm-hmm. Lord's Prayer, these next three sections all point to different aspects of the Trinity, right? So mm-hmm. the appointed portion, the, the daily bread reminds us and it points us to God, the creator, the sustainer of life, the mm-hmm. giver of all life, right? God, thank you that you're giving us our daily bread, our life. Yeah. And it reminds us, I think it's a petition to teach us to live one day at a time. Yeah. You know, we obviously, we all, we nobody likes that. Often. <laughs> hear the phrase one step at a time, just one step at a time. But this, this part of the prayer is teaching us to live one day at a time, mm-hmm. you know, heads bowed low, you know, in yeah. surrender, hands up to Jesus, acknowledging that he is our father, That's right. you know, he's, he's, yes, he's our friend, but he's our good, good father who is greater than us, who is more than capable of even in inflation, taking care of every single one of his kids, right. amen, yeah. on this planet. But I, I want to also focus on the word give us, you know, I think even the word us, there's something to be noted in that is us, is that in this world, we can have a scarcity mindset, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. you know, mine, me, let's just think about me, like enough about you. Let's talk about me. Like, right. what about me? You know, like this, you know, this is a, this is a prayer just for me, but it's what it's saying is give us this day. So just like father, he lavishly can love, he, he lavishly not can, he does love, right? you know, everyone, yeah. but all of his kids here on earth is that when it's saying, give us this day, our daily bread is that God is never, God never has a scarcity mindset and he doesn't want us, right. his children to have a scarcity mindset. So it doesn't say, give me, if you know what it doesn't say, give me, yeah. it says, give us. Right. And we need to be aware of that, um, that God and in God, there is more than enough for everybody That's right. because he is El Shaddai. It's not first and, come, and first here's, serve. And here's the best part is when I have more than enough. Yeah. I can share that with everybody. That's right. And that sounds like the kingdom of God to me. Absolutely. That sounds like loaves and fish to me. It's like, hey, I got an extra fish here. You want one? You need one? Here, let's share. That's right. That's exactly what it is, right? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's it's the heart of God. Yeah. He's it's always more than enough. Always more than enough. Okay. Moves on then from our daily bread to um forgive us our sins as we've forgiven those who sin against us. And this mm-hmm, is a big mm-hmm, one. And obviously, I mean, we can't go into the fullness of this. Of and I'm actually this preaching time. about this on Sunday. Oh, I can't wait. Um, about forgiveness. But <clears throat> uh, <laughs> like literally, literally the, the literal translation of this, if you don't come to our church, let me just tell you this. <laughs> the literal translation of this verse is forgive us our sins in proportion as we forgive others. Mm. Doesn't that put the fear of the oh Lord in you? Oh, my Lord. Oh, my goodness. Right? So... It, 
it, and, and maybe you don't know how to forgive. You don't know what forgiveness is. Mm-hmm. When you get to this point in the scripture, don't just say, forgive us our sins as we forgive each other and as I forgive those who sin against me and then move on. When you get to that point and, and you don't know what to pray, pray this, Lord, teach me to walk in forgiveness. Teach me what forgiveness looks like in my Come life. On. Help me to forgive so these people. I don't, I don't know what to do with this right here, but God, help me understand this. Help me to forgive these people. And it's okay to pray those prayers, just like the guy that came to Jesus and said, Lord, I believe, help my That's unbelief. Right. God is always wanting to take you from where you're at to what he's called you to be and where the freedom in him is at. And so he is happy to walk from you with you all the way there. Can I add to that too, is no. that we can and we will do all things through Christ. That's right. You know, Jesus himself hung on the cross. Yeah. And one of the last things he said was just, that's, that's right. Father, forgive them. Yeah. And in, 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 not just pain and ag- agony, but anguish. That's right. Carrying the weight. Like I, I think I often think about Jesus dying on the cross. Like, yes, nails, hands, feet, you know, thirst, mm-hmm. you know, just like, and even dealing with that whole, like, you know, why have you forsaken me? But carrying the weight of the sins right. of the world. That's and right. yet he still had the strength. He still had the strength, you guys, to say, Father, forgive them. But can I add something here? Because this this puts the fear of the Lord in me, these kind of thoughts. Anytime we are not walking in forgiveness, we are literally asking God not to forgive us. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's what what it's saying. I'm just flipping it a different way. Just well, to we, like maybe bring some understanding. Listen, I mean, <laughs> we, we didn't go there because the, the Lord's Prayer ends in verse 13, but just for fun, for yeah, giggles and kicks. Yeah, you got to read after you guys. Go read verse well, 14. Well, it's not giggles and kicks, but yeah. <laughs> go, go read verse 14 for yourself because basically what Gia says is, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we need to take this portion of the scripture real serious. Actually, in Barclay's commentary, I don't know if you read it or not, but I was reading about... Um, Robert Louis Stevenson. Yeah. Did you read that? Yeah, sure. And so every morning with his family, he used to get up and they'd do family devotions together and they would Mm -hmm. end devotions every day by doing the Lord's Prayer. His wife said that one day in the middle of his prayer, he got up and just walked out. They were doing the Lord's Prayer. He just stood up and left. His wife got up and followed him and said, are you okay? You're not feeling Mm -hmm. all right? Because his health was always kind of precarious. Mm -hmm. And he said, no, I just don't feel worthy to pray this today. Come on. Right. We just need to, we need to, we need to think on this. We need mm-hmm. to realize the weight and the gravity of mm-hmm. what you're praying. Mm-hmm. And, and when Jesus said, I'm going to teach you how to pray, this is a template and a structure for you in your life to right. bring freedom and wholeness right. in every area. And I immediately hear people saying, but Jenny, but Jake, you don't, you don't know, know what, you don't know yeah, what people have done right. to me. And I would say, but you don't know what's been done to me. And yet I had to make that choice. Yeah. Forgiveness is a choice, but this podcast isn't on forgiveness, but we should do one. But I want to just give some tools that might help. And this was in Barclays commentary as well. Some tools to help forgive, Yeah, you know, there'll be a separate podcast, but just quickly today is first, number one, we must learn to understand. Yeah, that's good. Okay. So that's walking slowly and humbly. Okay. And and understanding understanding where these people were coming from. Totally. But is, is that just as the Lord gives us mercy, so it's incumbent upon us you know, the more you know the Lord's love and the, His mercy and His forgiveness towards you, it is easier. That's right. How you know God is how you're going to know and live out your life to others. Yeah. 100%. Uh, number two is we must learn to forget. Yeah. You know, if, if we are if we keep on brooding on things, there is no hope that we will ever walk in forgiveness. Right. You know, and you got to let the yeah. brooding go. Yeah. You, um, 
And I love this. Now you have to remember that this this is an older commentary. Okay, so it often refers to men. This Women is from don't the 50s. take it, don't take it serious or don't don't take it personally. Okay, but this quote was: "To forgive was the sign of a great man. Mm. To forget was sublime." Right. Which was beautiful and like grand. And do you want to tell that story that he used that quote? No, from? you go for it. So it, the story that he's referring to here is <clears throat> back, I think, sometime in the 1700s, 1800s, maybe there was, a, there was an author who wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Another author wrote him... It was a, congr- a poet, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. The wrote, poet laureate. Yeah, wrote a congratulatory letter saying, hey, this uh-huh. is basically, this is great. And the, the response from the person who received the letter just was, he tore him to shreds, just wrote back a horrible letter, not nice, didn't say right. nice things to him, was terrible. Time went on, a couple of years, somebody saw the guy eating dinner somewhere, reading a book from the same author who had torn him to shreds. And he came up to him and said, hey, isn't that the guy's book that, that he said those terrible things to you? Aren't you reading that book? And then he says, he, he said that he couldn't even remember it. He had forgiven him. I love that. And he didn't just forget it. He forgot all about it. And the man tried to remind him about oh, what had happened. Come and, on. You know, you wrote this letter saying you did a great job. And this guy wrote back to you and said, you, you know, said these horrible things yeah. to you. Instead of being nice and, and welcoming it, he, he tore you to shreds. And the other guy that had forgiven him had not only forgiven, but had absolutely had forgotten it. Mm-hmm. And so that's when he said, great men for, uh, forgive, yeah. but forgetting is sublime. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I want to add number three quickly. Sorry. Um, so no, no, don't say sorry. That was amazing. Number one, we must learn to understand. Number two, we must learn to forget. Number three, we must learn to love. And love, you guys, means unconquerable benevolence. And what does unconquerable benevolence means? Unconquerable benevolence looks like no matter what people do to us, we will seek nothing more yeah. than the highest good for them. I just want to like cry because that just brings such conviction. Right. You know, you always know, you know, this is a prayer that's sacred. This is a prayer that has the markers of, you know, hallowed be your name, has the holiness of God, you know? And when you really sit with this prayer, I think that we would feel Mm -hmm. and we should, as, as I feel right now, the conviction of the Lord, as we come into a greater understanding of what are we really praying? Yes. Who is God? Yeah. What is this really all about? Um, so number one, understand, forget. Or sorry, number two, forget. Number three, love. Yeah. Amen. And when you're praying in forgiveness, so the, the first part, praying for daily, daily breads, reminds us of God, That's the Father. Right. Praying mm-hmm. for forgiveness reminds us of Jesus, the That's Redeemer, right? right? Mm-hmm. And the, the last right. part here, lead us into temptation. Um, sorry, lead us was, not. That was really hard. Just <laughs> lead us into t- 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 temptation. <laughs> lead us not. <laughs> lead us not. Yeah, let's just say not. But rescue us from the evil one. I'm so sorry. Correction. <laughs> um, Pastor Jake. That, re- that reminds us of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's role is he leads you into all truth. Right. And so you're praying this prayer. God, don't, don't, don't allow me to misstep. Don't mm-hmm. allow me to take the wrong path. God, keep me from these things. Allow your Holy Spirit to guide me into all truth, into freedom, into liberty. You know, this is what I'm praying. Can you write down that I, we need to do a podcast on temptation? Because I read something on temptation today that blew my mind, but it said something like this was that temptation is designed to make us stronger men and women. Mm. And if you actually, you know, we know a great story in the Bible and the Gospels on temptation that Jesus was actually led into the wilderness yeah. by the Holy Spirit to be tempted, to be tempted by <laughs> the, 
the devil. Yeah. But as as he was led into the wilderness, as he surrendered himself to his father, yeah. is what he did, mm-hmm. to go into the wilderness and knowing that he would be okay as long as he stayed submitted and surrendered to his father That's right. for 40 days, yeah. that there was no temptation that he could not bear. There was no test that he could not pass. And as he passed those tests in the wilderness, he actually came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's right. You will fail by the strength of your own yeah. hand, right? And that's why the Lord put it in. That's why Jesus mm-hmm. put it in here. God, lead us on temptation, but deliver us from all evil, right? Well, let me end by reading the, the Lord's Prayer from the Passion Translation. Yes. Have you read it in there? Yes. It is so I'm good. I'm going to open my Bible right now. Uh, as I read this, why don't you just like, if you're driving, keep your eyes open. But if you're sitting somewhere, why don't you just take a moment and just close your eyes and allow the Spirit of God to, to, to speak this over to you, to get this in your heart and your mind. If you are driving, then keep your eyes wide open on the road, but just allow your spirit to hear these. Jesus is talking. He says, pray like this. Our beloved Father dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth just as it is in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs we have done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil. For you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. Amen. Isn't that so good? So good. The word amen is so good. Yeah. You know, what we're saying, you guys, is every time that we say amen, it's already been settled in heaven. So what we're doing, like I always have this picture of every time I say amen, what I'm doing is it's like I'm reaching up with the hand of God and I'm grabbing hold of his and I'm saying yes. Yeah. I'm agreeing with what he's already said yes to. That's right. And that's one of the things that prayer does is that prayer, you know, we talked about, you talked about how it positions us. And it positions us to be able to grab the hand of God mm-hmm. and what we are saying is yes. So yeah. every time that we pray the Lord's Prayer, may we not pray it flippantly or just like blaze past it, but realize that and understand that it's yeah. a holy prayer. That's right. That it's a prayer that's very sacred. And it's a prayer that sanctifies us, yeah, right? That's right. By the Holy Spirit. That's absolutely right. Right? Yeah. To align us more with the heart and the mind of God, Yeah. you know, for His will to be done in us and through us to the glory of his name, but we're taking a hold of the hand of Jesus. Yeah. And we're saying everything that you've done, everything that you have said, yes. Yeah. I yes. want that. Yes. In Jesus' name. So good. I encourage you pray this prayer. Uh, you you can pray it just word for word. Like Jesus said, pray like this. This is a prayer I want you to pray. It. You can pray it word for word. And I encourage you to pray it often. I encourage you to pray it and break it down stanza by stanza, line by line. And just, you know, when you get to each section, take a moment and pray like, God, your kingdom come, your will be done in my marriage, in my mind, in my thoughts, whatever area you're dealing with, pray and believe God for that. Pray for just as you go through it, stop and 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 expound on what he wrote down there, what he said there, and just make it bigger. And then at times, just pray it line by line and allow God to work and move in your life. Allow him to open your eyes and align you with his will, his plans, and his purposes. I'm saying amen to that, Jake. So be it. We love you guys. We love you guys. Have a great week. Send your emails in. We love your emails. And we will... Uh, 
Talk to you soon. Well, that's it, everybody. That is our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Hey, if you did, would you take just a moment and rate and review the show? It helps spread the word and so other people can be encouraged in their own lives. If you've got questions or thoughts you want to share with us, send us an email at questions at the following Jesus podcast.com and we can answer them for you. And in the meantime, in your own life, wherever you're at, remember... Keep following Jesus.